Hey, everybody, Elizabeth here. Before we get into today's episode, I wanted to make sure that you know registration is currently open for our Spring Strong Foundations cohort. Strong Foundations is a five-week strength building program brought to you by me and Morgan Bungers. Coach Morgan Bungers is one of the best, most effective strength training coaches in this country. He has worked with some of the most elite athletes in the world, and now he specializes working with people in their 40s, in their 50s, in their 60s who want everyday strength. And this is not about being able to push your suitcase into the overhead compartment on an airplane. We need to be consistently and effectively strength training if we want to maintain the strength of our immune system. Muscle is a critical part of our immune system. And if we are not actively maintaining our strength, we are losing it as we age. And that means we are losing the strength of our immune system. It's also a significant component of our overall metabolism, especially our carbohydrate metabolism. Muscle mass plays a huge role in energy, in mood, mental health, bone health, so many different things. This is just not optional, but a lot of us don't do it because we aren't sure what to do. We aren't sure what not to do. We aren't sure if we're moving well. We don't know how to accommodate for our physical limitations or our current level of fitness, and that is why you need a coach and you'd be hard-pressed to find one better than Morgan Bungers. Now, here's the thing about fitness programs. I've experienced this. My mom, who's in her 70s, has experienced this, where you buy a fitness program and then you're like, okay, but I I can't do that workout because I'm not fit enough or I don't have enough balance or I don't have that equipment or that hurts my knees or it hurts my back. And then you're sort of just left to figure it out yourself, which means we often don't do anything. The great thing about Strong Foundations is that Morgan and I are part of it every single day and you have an unlimited ability to ask us questions in a group setting or via direct message so that Morgan can help you scale for you, for whatever equipment you have, for the time that you have, for your fitness level, for your body and your physical limitations. Five weeks, there's two different tiers. There's a beginner intermediate tier. There's an intermediate advanced tier. The testimonials that we have received from our previous clients will blow your mind. You can check them out and also register for your spot by going to primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. If you are an alum, if you have been through strong foundations before, I've already emailed you a renewal link with a special renewal rate. So please use that. If you don't see that email, let me know. For the rest of you, primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation. We start on May 13th. So grab your spot now. You will have these workouts for life. Four workouts a week for five weeks, two different tiers. So you've got 40 workouts total. Plus, there is a five-part series on your pelvic floor. That is an incredibly important part of your physical fitness, of your strength, of your core strength, of your overall health, of your ability to maintain functional mobility as you get older. We want you to be a part of this. You will not regret joining the Strong Foundations cohort. It is an incredible community. 
everybody needs to be consistently and effectively strength training. And if you're not, it's probably because you don't know how to make it work for you. And it can be made to work for you. It needs to be made to work for you. Primalpotential.com forward slash strong foundation to register now. Let's get into the episode. This is Primal Potential, and I am your host, Elizabeth Benton. Primal Potential is about you. Your ability to change is not defined by yesterday and doesn't need to wait until tomorrow. Your transformation is now. Let's get started. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Primal Potential Podcast. I am Elizabeth Benton. Thanks so much for spending some of your very, very precious time with me. If you are listening to this in real time, like end of December, you know that this is this is the second to last episode of 2020, which, guys... We made it. I mean, I hate to speak too soon. There's three days left in the in the year and anything could happen. But I know that going back months and months and months, how would we get to this point? What would it look like? But we are here and it's just another another piece of evidence that time goes on, that things change, that no season is permanent. So let's just all celebrate the fact that we are here and as we shift into a new year but even really before that you know this is this is timely at the very end of a year this is timely at the beginning of a new year this is timely on a random tuesday in march i have something that i want to talk about today that is that is short that is simple that is ultimately very very effective and it surrounds the notion that what we need to focus on are behaviors okay We need to focus on behaviors. And the reason that I make that distinction, that the focus should be behaviors, is because so many of us are focusing on end goals and then feeling lost and feeling overwhelmed, right? For example, weight is not a behavior. And yet, how many people are focused on weight every single day? I need to lose weight. I need to lose weight. My weight was up today. My weight was down today. How is this going to impact my weight? Weight is not a behavior, Focusing on behaviors instead of, say, weight means focusing maybe on getting 10,000 steps a day or drinking a certain amount of water or having a vegetable at every single meal, having protein at every single meal, following the golden rules of carbs and fat loss, which if you're new here, you can check out way back in episode 195. Financial freedom is not a behavior. So many people want to be debt-free or want to experience financial freedom, but that's not a behavior. We need to focus on behaviors. And when we do that, we simplify so much. We focus automatically. You guys have heard me talk a lot. You might even be tired of hearing about it, but how I'm I'm really focused on finishing book number two. But focusing on writing a book is way too big. It can be daunting and overwhelming. And that's how people feel about so many goals that they have. Focus on a behavior, a behavior. Writing a book is not a daily behavior. So I focus on writing for a predetermined period of time every morning. I, at the beginning of the week, put these blocks on my calendar. Some days, depending on what's going on, it's one hour. 
Some days, depending on what's going on, it's two or three, rarely more than three hours, but sometimes I might have two, two hour blocks, especially on a Friday, which I try to keep open for more writing time. But that is the behavior that I focus on, writing for a predetermined amount of time. And I have a spreadsheet where I've shared this on my Instagram stories before. So some of you that follow me there at Elizabeth Benton have probably seen it. I have the date. I have the word count at the end of that session, how many words were written in that session, and I give myself a letter grade for effort. Those are the behaviors that I focus on. Writing for that predetermined period of time in that predetermined block on my calendar and completing my spreadsheet every day. That is what I do. Even if, say, on a Sunday... I like to keep the discipline, but maybe I'm only going to write for 30 minutes. It's still writing for that 30 minutes and completing the spreadsheet. Focus on behaviors. Anything else is going to leave you feeling like you're, like you're spinning in circles and you could go in a million different directions and you don't know how to choose which one to go. Focus on behaviors. So many people that I talk to have big goals, which is amazing. I want you to have big goals. I want all of us to have big goals. In fact, the goals that you have, I want you to make them even bigger. But they're not behaviors. A lot of folks are focused on feelings. I'm frustrated. I'm disappointed. I'm not motivated. That's not a behavior. I talk to as many people who are focused on problems. I don't have time. I get distracted so easily. That's not a behavior. Or they focus on the past. Every single day I hear things like, I start strong, but I never finish. Or once I start making some progress, I take my foot off the gas. I can't seem to stay consistent. Don't focus on the feelings, focus on behaviors. Don't focus on the problems, focus on behaviors. Don't focus on the past, focus on behaviors. When you notice that you're focused on this big, broad thing, like wait, remind yourself, that's not a behavior. What is the behavior? Define the behavior. Or you're focused on, oh my gosh, I want to get out of debt. I'll never get out of debt. It feels like it's going to take me forever. Focus on behaviors. This is the simple, easy redirect that is going to be the key to not feeling stuck and not feeling lost and not feeling overwhelmed. When you notice that you're focused on the past, whether it's the past yesterday and a choice you made or it's the past five years, redirect, focus on behaviors. I got an email the other day and it was, uh, this was from somebody who was finishing up my 12 weeks to transformation. And this is what she said. I missed one week and that has snowballed into two weeks. Now I'm completely avoiding everything about it. And I feel like I've totally screwed up this opportunity. This is literally verbatim the email I got. It continues. I keep getting this feeling of anxiety every time I think about journaling checking Thinkific, or listening to a coaching call. I had to do some serious pushing to even get myself to send this email. I feel like a total failure and I have so many negative thoughts circling my head. Do you have any suggestions on what I can do to help myself and fix this situation? Yes. Focus on behaviors, not on the feeling, not on the past, not on the problem, right? All of this email was about the past, the feeling, and the problem. Focus on behaviors. Because at the end of the day, guys, action relieves anxiety. And yet, so many of us are in this pattern of creating anxiety because we're just thinking, thinking, thinking about the past, thinking about the feelings, thinking about the problems, right? If you haven't read Chasing Cupcakes yet, there's a chapter in the book 
where I talk about being a creative energetic problem solver and how there's basically these four different parts of the solving a problem cycle, sensing, seeking, settling, and solving. Sensing is all about how you feel about it. Seeking is looking for different options and maybe I should do this, maybe I should do that. Settling is the deciding, okay, I'm going to get it together, but it's not the doing, right? The doing is only the solving. So if this is if this is speaking to you, either revisit that chapter in Chasing Cupcakes or grab yourself a copy. You can listen to it on Audible. It goes a lot deeper into this whole thing. Action relieves anxiety. All of the drama that comes with missing out, right? And the story we tell ourselves about, oh, I don't want to miss out, or I feel like I'm missing out, or I don't want to do it because I don't want to miss out, or the story we tell ourselves about deprivation, the, the stories we tell ourselves about it being hard and how we're frustrated. Guys, that stuff, you know, it is super, super exhausting. But more than that, it leaves you with very little energy for the things you want to actually be doing. So focus on behaviors. And you might be wondering, okay, I get it. Weight's not a behavior. Getting out of debt isn't a behavior. Focus on the behavior. But how do I know which behaviors to focus on? Let me start by sharing a few that I'm focused on right now. And there's a reason I say a few. I could come up with a dozen behaviors to focus on, but the reality is if I scatter my attention too much, it's really not going to go anywhere. I really want to have more focus and energy and time and attention for fewer things rather than less focus and energy and time and attention for more things. So I truly have just a few, like three. One of them I already shared with you, writing for a predetermined amount of time every day. Number two, lifting weights five days a week. That doesn't matter to me if I go to my CrossFit gym or if I'm working with my 55-pound kettlebell in my office or a sandbag or anything like that, but lifting weights five days a week. That is something I'm really, really committed to doing throughout this pregnancy. And then the third thing for me is having quiet time every day, which makes me sound like a toddler, but it's true. I noticed that Even if I was going for a walk, I was listening to sermons or I was listening to a book or I was listening to music and it didn't allow me a lot of time to have my own unique thoughts or to um, listen to myself and my intuition and my gut. And I've shared a number of times this month that I had for years silenced this sense that I needed to do some things differently. And it's easy to do that when you're listening to everything else and everyone else and not really yourself, but that's not what today's episode is all about. I could go off on a tangent about that. So having some time every single day where I'm not watching TV or listening to a podcast or music or having a conversation, talking on the phone, anything like that, it doesn't matter to me if it's 10 minutes where I'm sitting or it's an hour walking without listening, but that's just a little bit of time or a lot of time, some time every day. If you're not sure what the behaviors are that you could or should focus on. Let me first say the goal here is not to pick the quote right one, okay? Because the truth is there's tons of right ones. I could have three completely different behaviors that I'm focusing on and they could be just as right. For example, I could focus on um, following the golden rules, I could focus on, again, if you're like, what? That's episode 195. Um, I could focus on having protein 
at every single meal. I could focus on being in bed by a certain time or um, getting 10,000 steps. I mentioned that earlier. There's nothing wrong with those. Understand that there are probably a thousand behaviors that would benefit you. You don't have to pick the right one. Just pick a few that are aligned with a goal. Even if you start with one, that's great. I'm totally on board with you starting with one or two, but let's not have it be like five, six, seven, that sort of thing, because it's just tougher to hit the mark. Maybe one of your behaviors is meditation every day. I love that. I think that that's hugely important. Maybe a behavior that you have is reading every day, journaling every day. Focus on behaviors. One prompt that you can use to help you figure out where to start, again, the goal is not like, oh, I don't know if I should be doing it this one or this one, which one's best, which one's right. That's that's not the goal of figuring out best or right. It's just choosing and doing and following through and staying consistent. So the prompt. To get to this goal that I have, I would have to more consistently what? So for example, to get to this goal of developing another stream of income, I would have to more consistently share the opportunity with other people. So then the behavior is I will talk to three people a day or even one person a day if that's an improvement for you and share this opportunity. That comes to mind when I think about like people who are on my network marketing team and they really, really, really want to get it going. Okay, focus on behaviors. Don't focus on the rank you want to get to or the money you want to be making. Focus on the behaviors. And maybe that behavior is talking to somebody about why you're excited about this every single day. If you already do that, make it five somebodies. But focus on the behavior. Focus on the behavior. If you want to get out of debt, then maybe the focus, the behavior that you focus on is using cash and saving the change. So one of the things that I remember when I was getting out of debt, and I followed Dave Ramsey's um, Total Money Makeover Principles. And one of the things he recommends is when you're trying to get out of debt, to have cash that you withdraw for things like groceries, um, all of your miscellaneous expenses, the gas you put in your car, all of that kind of stuff. And so he has like this this whole concept called the envelope system. If you read any of his books on getting out of debt, he'll explain it. Uh, or you can Google Dave Ramsey's envelope system and you can get it there. Anyway, I had this little blue, um, like accordion envelope thing. You know, they're like plastic and you open it up and there's six or seven different sections. And so I had one for blow money. I had one blow money was like my like free spending every single week. So if I wanted to take myself out to lunch or I wanted to get a jar of nail polish or anything that came out of what, what we called blow money, um, wasn't a lot. <laughs> we were really on a tight budget at that point. But then I had another little section that was for um, groceries, gas in the car, all those kinds of things. Well, every time I paid with cash, which was all, all the time, I would keep the the change, the coins, and I would put it in a jar. So that was like a behavior that I focused on, using cash, sticking with the envelope system, saving the coins, and then at the end of the month, I would roll the coins, bring them into the bank, and put them towards our next smallest debt. So maybe that's a behavior if your goal is getting out of debt. 
focus on the behaviors instead of improving my relationship. That's not a behavior. Well, if I were to improve my relationship, I would more consistently have to show affection. Okay, so then the behavior is demonstrating affection. And that is what you focus on every day. Like twice a day, every day, I will show affection. Focus on the behavior. Ask yourself, to get to this goal, I would more consistently have to what? Maybe that is meal prep. Maybe it's exercise. Maybe it's uh, update your budget. For me in my book, it is writing at that predetermined time and updating my spreadsheet every single day. Pick one or two and focus on them. The other thing about this is eliminate the expectation of perfection. Oh my gosh, people get so hung up on this. Like, I said I was going to journal every day and the last two days I haven't journaled and I'm just like so disappointed in myself and I feel like I blew the streak. Oh my goodness. That is pure drama. As humans, we are going to lose focus, get distracted, have off days, forget who we are and what we're doing at times. Expect that and don't be dramatic about it and just get right back to focusing on the behavior. Perfection isn't going to happen. And if you share my view, perfection isn't even real, right? Focus on behaviors. There will be hiccups. There will be distractions. There will be ebbs and flows of motivation. That is not wrong. It is not bad. You are not bad. Don't tell this story of drama and being ashamed or disappointed. Nothing is wrong. That is the human experience eliminate all of that drama and just return again to focus on behaviors. Let's all commit to this mature mindset that says, yeah, there's going to be ups and downs, ebbs and flows. I'm going to recognize them. I'm not going to infuse all of this drama around it. And I'm going to focus on behaviors. You know, when I go back to that email that I got that I shared with you guys, I missed one week and it snowballed and now I'm avoiding it. I totally screwed up this opportunity. I'm feeling like a total failure. I have so many negative thoughts circling in my head. It would be totally different if this person said, I missed a week. That's going to happen. Things happen. This is life. There's not any pursuit or endeavor that I will take on that I will complete perfectly, right? If I'm super committed to going to the gym. There might be a week where I can't get there for any number of reasons. My kids have a ton of stuff going on. I'm not feeling well. I had to work late on a project. You've got a choice here. You can either go down the path of like, oh, I totally screwed up this opportunity. Now I'm avoiding it. I feel like a failure. There's so much negativity. Or you can adopt this mature mindset that says, this is part of being alive. This is part of human This is part of me being a real person with a real life and lots of moving parts within that. There's no failure about it unless I tell myself that story, but that story is, just to be blunt, really immature, and I'm just going to focus on behaviors. Okay, I missed a week. Great. So the choices are, do I go back to that week and start there, or do I just pick up where we are now? That's the only choice you need to make. You missed working out for a week or two weeks or three weeks, or you haven't been there in six weeks, or you haven't worked out in the last year. Who cares? That is what it is. Let's be creative, energetic problem solvers. Let's focus on the behaviors. If the desire underlying all of that shame around like, oh my God, I can't believe it's been so long since I worked out. If the desire underlying all of that drama is 
I want to work out consistently. Perfect. What's your workout today, darling? Right? That's it. Focus on behaviors. We can all get into this rabbit hole of judgment. I should have done this differently and I should have done that differently. But you will be amazed by the growth that happens in your life, by the pace of your progress and how it changes for the better when you just stop with all of that drama. The simple redirect, whether you're fixated on your feelings, on the past, on the problem, doesn't matter, is to focus on behaviors. And this isn't a decision that you're going to make once and it's going to be done and over with. You are going to have to make this decision again and again and again. Just like there have been and will be weeks where I don't write, despite the fact that it's on my calendar. Maybe my contractor needed me for something or I wasn't feeling well or I just didn't want to and I was unmotivated and instead I watched reruns for an hour in the morning when I should have been writing. Whatever it is, that's human. That's the experience. We have a choice. Do we want to be the kind of people who stay in the problem by staying in our feelings about it or Without drama, without fanfare, without any of that craziness, we just get right to the solution and we focus on the behavior. The behavior is I write at the dedicated time. So who cares if I didn't for the last seven days? Who cares if I gave myself an F for effort over the last week? I get to decide, am I going to stay in the problem or move to the solution? And every time I say those words, I'm thinking about chasing cupcakes in that chapter about being a creative, energetic problem solver that I revisit on the regular. So maybe you should revisit that as well. But focus on behaviors. Everybody have an amazing day. I'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for listening to the Primal Potential Podcast, where our goal is not to help you learn. Our goal is to help you change. This is a year of action. Take something you learned from this episode and put it into action in your life today. To learn more about working more closely with me and the Primal Potential team, please visit primalpotential.com forward slash transform. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.